here today, as always, with Allegra Frank. Hello. Chelsea Stark. Hello. And Ashley O. Hello. This is a musical episode. Um, <laughs> That's our 200th. 200th musical episode. Uh, <laughs> our our 200th <laughs> musical episode of our 200 musical episodes. I misunderstood. I thought you were making fun of how often I sing words. No. We haven't even had 200 episodes yet, have we? <laughs> No. Or no, for our, for our 200th episode, we're going yes. to. Yes. You're right. We'll do the can-can. Well, for this episode, our 170th, we are going to be going over some fun games that Chelsea played at E3. Uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, some good throwbacks, like Breath of the Wild, which mm. Ashley not to spoil it too much, has finally really actually started playing <laughs> for the, I don't know how many it's time. After a year and a half in your drawer. <laughs> in your underwear Stop! drawer. My underwear slash snack drawer. Mm, yum. Okay, but first, so I don't know if you listened to last week's episode, Chelsea, but uh, I can summarize it for you. It was me and Ashley sitting here talking about all the games that we weren't playing. <laughs> but you actually went to L.A. and you played games. I played some games. How was it? It was E3. Okay, so was this year as disappointing as we all thought yeah. it would be? Okay. It, I mean, okay, Ooh. some of the things I played were very good, but a lot of things weren't playable. Or it was just like, oh, Okay. That's, I think, the distinction, because I, I had a friend text me um, saying, this me. <laughs> no, I'm not flipping you off. It was, I promise it was a, the Fuck pointer. you for not liking yeah. E3. Hey, Chelsea. <laughs> this is from the ESA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an embedded secret agent. Um, my friend texted me after the press conferences were over and was like, this, this is actually, there are so many cool games. This is really exciting. And I think the, the difference is that a lot of cool stuff was shown, like especially at Nintendo's thing, but not a lot of cool stuff was actually playable on the ground. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. So tell us what your favorite stuff was. Oh, so I, okay. Um, I, one of the, I don't know if anyone watched the Devolver mini weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love whatever they do every year, but they showed the thing and it was like bright, colorful characters, like going all over these foam things. It's called Fall Guys. And it's basically, uh, Takeshi's Castle slash Ninja Warrior, those kind of like ridiculous Japanese reality shows where you're like climbing over obstacles, but a battle royale game. Whoa. Oh, and that also had those gummy people. You love gummy people. I do love gummy people. Can we Uh, have a listicle? I think this is your third gummy people game. Love. I mean, yes. (laughs) Fourth. Fourth. God, I just love gummy people. Um, And I got there and they were like, oh, your character's name for you. And my character was named Pickle Pancakes. Yes. Mm. And I was like, hello, friend. You are mine forever. I just yelled directly into the mic. I was so excited. I didn't even have time to throw my body away from it. So it's basically like they've set it up as each elimination from 100 people to one person is like a game show and you have multiple rounds so people are eliminated each round. Hell yeah. So the first round we like ran down this mountain that had these doors that you had to smash through and some were like real walls so like they, you could get stuck and some would just like be open so it would be good to hang back. And it's like this neon green mountain with these bright purple doors. Everyone's a little gummy person. Um, the next one, the next round you uh, had, half the people had pink tails and you had the in the goal of the round was to have the tail at the end of the round. Oh my god! So Wait, you would just what? chase each other around and grab the tail. It was like, like capture you're the flag, pulling off people's tails, or they're holding. Them? You 
or like little flag. They were just like tails. tails on your butt, like a little flag kind of tail. Okay, and I so was like, you're if you just stole someone's tail, people? it appeared on your butt. Okay, it's like a pin the tail on the donkey okay. deal. I it think. was kind of like flag right. football esque, but like half the people have tails, half the people don't. Does that make it a disadvantage if you start without one, or did it feel still no? Balanced? Because I like both times I started with one and I did really well, and I was like hiding, dodging, and running away from people. And then like at the last ten seconds, I would lose my tail. Someone <gasps> would steal it, and then I was like, no! I guess that's true. Yeah, because then if you don't have one, all you have to do is get to the end and then find somebody who still has a tail. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So like, there's no, and there's not like any safe space to hide, hide like you can pull yourself up into the top of the blocks but then someone else can just pull themselves up too yeah can uh, you like can you punch them like can no. you get them away from oh you no. can't you could can just run you can just run and kind of flail oh so you can't even like defend yourself no. while they're trying to like the best get thing the flag from you yeah the best thing was uh there was one giant like these giant hammers that would just automatically block oh, back and forth and you could just like what? run around them and be like yeah come chase me through these hammers <laughs> Um, so it was very, it felt like very much like ridiculous, like that kind of game show. And then the last round was a race up the mountain and these giant boulders were falling at you. And how many people can play locally at a time? Um, well, uh, we were on four machines that were on the same network with okay. fighting against 96 AI. Oh, <laughs> the AI were me. Oh God. The AI were very vicious and were like. Absolutely after my tail. Nice. <laughs> so it was it was really silly, and it was like, oh, this is a three-button game. Literally anyone can play it. That's it's, awesome. Yeah. I extremely loved it. It seems like it's something they're going to introduce a bunch of game modes coming out for PC and PS4. Dope. Nice. Yeah. Should come out for Switch. Yes. But <laughs> And you said it has local, too, then? I don't know if... Oh, we, well, it kind of sounds like, like if, there, if you have it, yeah. all those machines, then maybe... I don't know. Mm, I wonder if you could do it like four player. Yeah. Well, what, so you also, I think people will be excited about this, and I should have asked you about this first. Final Fantasy VII. I know. <laughs> you actually did play the <laughs> Final Fantasy VII remake. I did. I know. I'm sorry. I live with the thing. But that was the thing I was most excited about because it no, was like I the thing that I was it. least. Yeah. You don't expect stuff like that where you're like, oh, this is a fun indie thing. Yeah, like when you're scheduling this stuff and your schedule's so packed already, you end up taking some where you're like, I don't know if this will pan out to anything. And exactly. I'm glad that this panned out for you. It was literally just a name on my schedule. I hadn't seen anything that was like, it's called Fall Guys. And then I that trailer came on and I was like, oh my God, this is great. <laughs> I'm going to play this tomorrow. Yay. Uh, yeah, so Final Fantasy VII Remake. I played, it was very interesting. So I have not, I don't think I talked about this in the show. I have not played Final Fantasy VII. I have not played any Final Fantasies, which I think I've admitted, admitted before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Played Chrono Trigger at least, Ashley. Um, <laughs> well, no, I mean, look, I haven't played the Mass Effect series, so we all have like a franchise yeah, but that we have not. Fifteen or yeah, more. but like honestly, after ten, they start to decline. So yes. fight me, other people. No, yeah. I don't think they will fight you because I'll. God, they better not. I'll, de- I'll, I'll fall you. guy them. <laughs> um, so uh, I actually was playing like for the week before I started to play original seven on my switch just to be like, Oh shit. Oh, I have to take this appointment. I want to get prepared, which is good. I played like the first three hours of it, mm-hmm. which is exactly the parts that they showed us in the demo. Wow. I was like, thank God everything worked out. So um, you know exactly how different it is. Exactly. And that it is entirely different. And I, I like, wow. Um, it looks like a beautiful action game, but so we, if you watched the, 
Square Enix press conference, they basically let us play this Scorpion secret sequence that they had there, where you're fighting that boss. At the end, that's the same boss as at the end of the first encounter. Mm-hmm. It's a big angry tank. Robot. I don't know about you guys, but watching that was not exciting for me. Like the cutscenes were beautiful and everything, but that particular boss battle looked like a pain and a half. It kind of was because there was like a lot of stuff to target, and you had to. Yeah. Switch between. Yeah, I was going to say, I know that boss battle, and it's already, I mean, annoying as is on the regular, like, ATB stuff. But there's definitely, they showed in the gameplay demo um, that that move that the Scorpion boss does, which is this laser thing where he uses, like, his tail to kind of, like, shoot out this, like, circular beam, and it kind of, like, cuts through everything. And then so seeing, like, you know, you having to deal with that <laughs> in a like action 3D real time like you can run around it like you're not locked in a location like the no. fact that you can like you're supposed to be running around and doing all this stuff is like so foreign to me and so overwhelming like I also think as somebody who did not finish uh, Final Fantasy 15 that like if I had you know done that wow. maybe it would have been like better but yeah like mm-hmm. Chelsea were you kind of overwhelmed with the stuff that you had to like because it looked like they were like hey here's Cloud's normal attack then when his thing fills up he can do like a secondary special one yeah and then there was like some other I saw in a screenshot like the name of some like weird mode and I was like what is that I, I don't understand <laughs> so it was like Basically, you could take you. You would just have a normal attack, so it's just like mash square, and mm-hmm. that's just it. Doesn't have combos; it just does. But you use that to fill up your ATB, and then you can access um, the the all the menus, and all the menus, like spells, and all oh the spells. And this is what actually threw me the most because that button was mapped to X, which is like the button in every other action game that is roll. And like I was like, ah, I just want to dodge the enemy, and I kept pausing it. And I was like, oh wait, so what is dodge? Was it circle? circle. Mm. And I was like, typical I square. I was like, Use that doesn't make any sense. Uh, especially, I literally played. Uh, ugh, what did I play? Oh, a Monster Hunter, like two hours earlier. And no, that, like, oh, and I was like, different. Well, I kept pausing it. It was very, but. Like, aside from that, I was like, okay, once I start to get into the rhythm and it was like, okay, I got my limit, like, it's my special limit attacks, and it was really interesting, and I would start to kind of, like, switch between Barrett and Cloud. Uh-huh. And that stuff was cool, nice. but but I did feel like I was like, to me, it took a little bit, and I would want to, like, I wish I could have mapped things to different buttons. Yeah. Which you're not going to be able to do in an E3 demo. Do you feel like when you were switching between the characters, did that feel kind of natural or did it feel weird? That felt felt easy, actually. The switching felt easy and also being able to assign them jobs Hmm. was the easier part. But sometimes it felt like I was like, just waiting oh. for my ATB to refill. Oh my God! This, is this like Final Fantasy Thirteen again? This we talked about this a lot week. of Final Fantasy. No, because you just you just hack you hack at the enemies until your ATB refills. But I mean, you, you mean you said assign them jobs? So oh, is there no. like a specific battle preset that mm. you can set for them yeah. to do a certain role? No, it mostly that I could. I wish I could have done that actually because this it was more like assign. Oh, Barrett's going to do his ATB attack now. Oh, Barrett's going to heal me now. Oh, okay, and Got then it. I would switch back to Cloud. Okay, but okay, or like there was that field generator, so I'd switch to Barrett to take out 
like from the disc. God, that's too much. It was a little like I was people finished the demo way before me and I was like, what the? That's a curious boss to do Sorry, what? Does does that sound like 12 to you? It sounds like, I mean, now thinking about it, it sounds like 12, but more 13 as well, like what Ashley was saying. But it's just kind of making me sad hearing what you're describing because I was so checked out of E3 this year. Um, necessarily so. So I didn't really see much of the gameplay demos or anything. I think I had read a little bit about how this was more action-oriented and less of the original turn-based thing, but something I've always loved about JRPGs, like I love the turn-based system and I love the ability to be sort of more strategic in your thinking and Mm -hmm. slowed down and it just sounds like this is not at all a game I would want to play. It sounds more like the modern Final Fantasies that are more action oriented and also like obtuse unnecessarily. Obtuse. <laughs> so in those demo, in the like they did a theater presentation, and of course you can never really ask any questions in those, which is very frustrating. Yeah. But they uh, did in like the theater presentation for press, they showed that eventually you will be able to kind of switch between modes, mm. and so you could play it a little more old school if you wanted to. Mm. But I don't know how ATB fills in those modes. Like if it's like, but you can play it a little more tactically. Mm. I have a really important question for you, which is, did you see any Reno and Rude? No. I'm telling you, they're saving that. Yeah, no, like Ugh. this is literally the first 45 minutes of the game. Because I saw like the I whole know. section where they jump off the train. Okay. They're perfecting okay. Reno and Rude. Y'all, they're working on their they're hairs getting, Yeah, right their hair is... Just Reno's hair. <laughs> can, I, can I say something embarrassing yeah. as someone who didn't? Yeah. I, I mean, I know like the big swings. I'm like, okay, Cloud fights Sephiroth. Uh, like someone dies that's the whole everyone knows who dies. dies so but i'm saying i don't i don't know like any of the side characters so when i started playing seven original i thought wedge biggs and jesse were all men i didn't realize jesse was a woman i'm sorry <laughs> those character models those blocky graphics those character <laughs> models look like shit honestly yeah like i was <laughs> never sure so it was like weird so as a child i just assumed that jesse was just both that Jesse exists on two different dimensions, and Jesse could be either. So I felt like at times I was like, one playthrough is like, yes, Jesse's a girl. The other one, Jesse's boy. Look at Jesse's Jesse. Little Ash. Jesse's so girl. That's awesome. No, Jesse's girl. Sorry, that's no. Jesse's girl. It's just a song. <laughs> it's. A, I mean, I'm very into the canon where Jesse has a girl out there in Midgard. Oh, yes. And Cloud wishes that he had Jesse's girl. Yeah. Maybe Tifa's Jesse's girl. Maybe. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. We're blowing this spot up. <laughs> okay. So, so yes. that said, Jesse, not a character that really comes up in a lot of fan discussions. Okay. And so when Jesse was like a cute woman in the demo, yeah. I, I, like the, the, the beautiful HD demo, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> no, just, like, just more like, oh, okay. Just was like, oh, okay, that that is a person I just like completely misread. Yeah, I, in- for, I forget about the beginning of seven. I just, it's, I mean, it's very blocky. Very it's focused. It's interesting. It's really hard, like, uh, to play that game for the first time. Now I was like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you have to take a lot of steps back into what you expect from a video game, especially that weird, that's weird kind of isometric camera angles where sometimes stuff is. Like behind, yeah. I remember one scene where you're navigating Midgard with Cloud and Aerith, and there's like you have to go up around the top of the screen. Yes, could not. Yes, we had to look up a 
walk through. Yeah, man. Yeah, I had. And it's just walking. No, it's not hard. I think I had that same exact moment though, because I remember, like, I also had to look up a game guide because, yeah, it like the way it was was the background was sort of fixed and pre-rendered, and clearly these pe- these characters can only go on one track, mm-hmm. but they didn't. It wasn't like then where they sort of you know rendered the the track a little bit differently so you would know where to go. Instead, it just looked like this thing that's just up there, and you're yeah. like, how, how, how do I keep? It's not happening, and then it's like, no, I find out you have to walk all the way to the right and no. turn, and then walk all the way to the left and make a circle, and then you go up, and I was like, Ugh. I'm, I'm probably gonna try to stick with Seven Original, uh, and try to play yeah. more of it on Switch. Please do mm-hmm. so. This Please. is a good tip, but in seven, the new seven, uh, the Switch version, it does have some kind of quality of life stuff that I don't know if is in any other re-releases. Like you can set a little highlighter that's always on cloud, no matter where he is, and also uh-huh. it shows you where all the entrances and exits are. And I'm like, thank hell god! Yeah. And that's also there's awesome. a three X speed mode. Oh, okay, yeah, you're kind of making me want to play seven again. I'm really, I really want to play it. <sighs> I actually have never really played it myself. Well, we should. Um, yeah. We I are. Two Sean and I and another friend of ours are trying to play it in tandem so we can all talk to each other about it, but we should also talk about it on the podcast. Hell yeah. This week on The Gray Area, Professor Diana Posulka and I tackle one of life's biggest questions. Are we alone in the universe? What would it take for you to step off the agnostic ledge and say, yeah, aliens are real? Is it a spacecraft landing on the White House lawn? Well, something that was anomalous in 1952 did fly over the White House. And that's one of those cases that is still weird. (laughs) That's This Week on the Gray Area, available wherever you get your podcasts. Well, let's move on from your E3 journey. Um, We can, I think we can, do you want to talk about Pokemon Sword Shield or do you want to save it? It's, it's. I mean, I mostly wrote it about it. Dynamax just looks really freaking cool on the TV. That's the biggest takeaway. Big Grookey. Big. My big Grookey. <laughs> Love Grookey. The best I, thing. Oh, yeah. Go on. Oh, sorry. This is the episode where I just am interrupting Cow, I guess. But I DM'd Chelsea when I saw your... Moo! Moo! I forgot about interrupting I Cal. know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I DM'd Chelsea after I read her preview because I loved that point of like... This is a game I didn't think about it because I always play Pokemon handheld, right? Like as a portable game. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, right. Like in your piece, too, you said you played Let's Go completely handheld. And of course, Dynamax was made to like take advantage of the fact that actually this is like the first legitimate Pokemon game made for TV. And I didn't even think about that at all. So when they announced Dynamax, I was like, this is so stupid Godzilla kaiju ass shit. (laughs) And I was like, this is dumb. Like I was mocking it and I was like, I'm not going to do this. But then thinking about it the way you wrote about it of like, oh, my God, I can play this on my. 55-inch 4K UHD smart TV. God, go again. I I actually forgot how big my TV was. God, let's just keep a fucking counter of how many times like Jelani can edit in a sound like a bing every time she says my 55-inch TV. Bing. It's been a while. TCL has... I want a super cut. TCL may sponsor Polygon sometimes, but TCL does not sponsor Allegra Freak. I think we need to be clear. I know. It's it not sponsored by Wildcard. The biggest spokesperson for them. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I was like, dang, okay, now I really want to like 
see that on a TV. So that's like, that was so strangely revelatory for me to like actually see it Dude, in those words. Walking into the water gym, cause it, it literally animates like you're walking into a sports arena. So it's like closed little hallway and then it's like, boom, there's Ooh, a arena and all the flashbulbs are going off. <gasps> I want that. And yeah. I was like, yes. I'm so excited for this game, you guys. Yeah, that sounds so great. I love the Pokemon experience. The rest of the the rest of the whole thing, the rest of the demo was like, here's a normal gym where you have to solve basic puzzles, you know, to get through the different platforms. I do like basic puzzles. No, it's it's fine, but I'm saying that that scales no matter what size you're playing it on. But then it was like, oh, it's getting big. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, speaking of things that we won't be playing anytime soon, uh, Allegra, you wanted to talk about Animal Crossing because we did find out that that was being delayed to March of 2020. Oh my gosh. Yeah, which is fine. I was very happy. I was very proud of, not, I was not happy. I was sad. But I was <laughs> proud of my coworkers who were streaming at the time because their immediate reaction was, that's good because we don't want the poor developers to be crunching. And I was like, ah, you guys really. Good knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> Good, if it were me on there, I'd be like, fuck this, fuck you, Nintendo. And I'd just leave the room and everyone would be like, Alacra, no. That's no. Cool. I'd be like, fuck, where is it? I want it tomorrow. They're what done, you doing? Alacra. Patch it later, bitches. It's sad. Um, but, I mean, also then you get to start it in the spring. No, bitch. Be- I am depressed. I need it now. I ain't got nothing going on. Okay, okay. This okay, is okay, peak okay. time. No, I think it's great. <laughs> That <laughs> they're Look, saving it for March, right let, when actually, Final Fantasy comes out. Let's go through the seasons. Which season is the most depressing? Summer. Yes, but then also there's the seasonal depression of winter. There's the going into winter depression of fall, and then there's the general misery of spring, which is a season that <laughs> I should was be gonna good, say, but <laughs> everyone I know is sad in the spring. What? Every I was year. saying to someone like what? one of my best lines is I have seasonal depression four times four seasons a year and then they were like that's not funny but it is true <laughs> it's not funny but it's true <laughs> Ashley you're thinking about seasons yes no I was take? gonna say the same thing like I'm depressed all the time but spring is so good you guys I love spring spring it is, is a my good one. favorite I do mm-hmm. love it's so spring wonderful. and fall I don't know why people are so sad during it all the time because Allergies. we're coming out of winter and like it's like okay. being it's like coming out of a bad relationship where you're so used to it being shitty that even though like your calendar says May and it you're you know your your temperature says like 72 degrees and you're like oh it's beautiful why am I so sad yeah but it, it's like the exactly time for it. new growth and new upheaval and, and that new clothes new Horizons. New, new staying in my house playing Animal Crossing and not leaving it. New mm. Horizons. Yeah. God damn it. Ashley just justified She's done this. it again. I've done it. That's why I can't they believe you've done this. Pay me the big bells. God oh. damn. Well, until this moment, I was incredibly <laughs> anti. Wait, so why else were you anti? Was it were there things about the gameplay that you saw that upset you? No. Okay, so actually at first I was a little bit iffy on the premise. So I kind of did like the trailer because it starts off as like Nook Inc. presents Hmm. as if it's some sort of film produced by Tom Nook, which would be an amazing development that he like branches into the media industry or something. But the premise is that you are on a deserted island. So Nook is sort of like trying to branch out of 
general housing real estate to like land development. Um, so you're like the first villager citizen of a deserted island. And depending on like what kind of tasks you do, you can develop it up to encourage other people to move in. And then it becomes essentially a town, mm-hmm. which seems not dissimilar from like other general Animal Crossing towns. But the idea of you starting on something that is sort of underdeveloped, like from, you know, phase one, I guess, before there's actually like a city before you is kind of depressing to me. Um, Animal Crossing always starts out kind of thin. Like it's not like there's tons of people in your village, but some people do come with you. Some people do from the initial. Did yes. you get to talk to them? About I it? did. I had a 55 minute interview. Oh, okay. No. So yeah, you some, should clarify like we, some stuff. Yes. So, uh, some of the stories from that interview, but I have yet to post the full Q&A because I have to clean it up. <laughs> it was so long. Um, but I spoke to the director, whom I love, uh, like the highest ranking woman in Nintendo, Aya Kyogoku. Oh, cool. That's so She's cool. rad. And uh, also the producer, Mr. Nagami. And basically they like clarified a lot of stuff. You do show up with other people. Oh, great. And also they were like, Isabel sometimes will, will possibly show up to give you support later. Right. Once you have infrastructure. Yeah, okay. so that was the sort of thing. I mean, I guess I sort of like that because it gives a more interesting sort of progression that's not so linear and like immediate. But also, I like that Animal Crossing is just sort of a place where I like show up as opposed to Stardew Valley or Harvest Moon, which are also games I love, especially Harvest Moon where it is like starting from zero and then getting to 100 or whatever. Yeah. At this point of my life, it's that's way more stressful versus something like Animal Crossing, which I can feels understand that. very rote, right? Um, but I think the biggest disappointment for me was like Animal Crossing to me is the best summer game. Like, obviously this was back when I was in school, so I had summer break and then I had more time. Yeah. But now I just, uh, it's all year round, school all year round, baby, all day. Okay. Uh, Ashley's like having a revelation <laughs> over here and I no, want to know. No, it's because when Chelsea said that uh, Isabel will sometimes come visit and then you said when you have infrastructure, I assume you said is when she'll show up. Mm-hmm. It just sounds so much like a really... Your fucking like, pocket camp. Roughly, yes, yes. Okay, just let me get there. Mm-hmm. A really rough mistranslation of like a very bad religion. So they're <laughs> waiting for Isabel, like a messiah, uh. for her to come and bless you. You know, once you get your crops, your government, your public transport, your infrastructure, yeah. maybe she'll come down yes. and bless your villagers with like good crops and fertile if you build it she will come you're like literally. a fucking cult leader oh my I, God. I promise everybody she's Isabel coming will come this is like she's freaking coming. jonestown but no it doesn't end no. the same way Stop. No. no that's not why we do it the best part of talking about in- isabel in an interview is because then they use the japanese name in translation which is like suzue or something and it's so cute oh I-, I love her and also i learned and looking that up, because I wanted to make sure I had it right, I learned her Spanish name is Foofy. Foofy? <gasps> wow. What? And I'm like, why don't we use that on all of Foofy? Okay, I have to find out her French name now, so I'm going to look that up really quickly. <gasps> uh, I don't remember it, but it was equally cute. Um, but <laughs> cute. What if it's just Isabel? Isabel. <laughs> Isabel. Um, but yes, uh, that the beach thing looks cool. I like the seasons. I like that I saw a villager roll up a big snowball. Yeah. Oh, Did that was always such a fun thing in the like console games. Oh, could you do that in the yeah, console games? Yeah, so they would always have like 
three snowballs uh-huh. around and then you have to roll them up to just the right size so you can stack them and make a snowman. I and if you made an imperfect snowman, the snowman would just be like, you fucked me up. What? And, what? Yeah, and then what did. happened? And then, so if you do it perfectly, you get a gift. But if you don't. If you don't, it's just a sad, ugly snowman. But does it like die? Yeah, it does. They all die. It's okay. Wait, no, really? Does it like melt or disappear? Uh, by the end of the day. So oh. every day it dies. This is very cultish. <laughs> it is. It's exactly as you described. This is why Animal Crossing is your thing, Ashley. Oh, what mm-hmm. is, did you find his? Oh, I found it? it. What is uh, it? I will read her names to you. Isabel's names. French. Marie, German, Melinda, Spanish, Canela, Portuguese, Foofy. Damn. (laughs) Well, Korean, Yol, and uh, those are her names. So she's Marie in French. That's very cute. It's not as cute as Foofy. I think that's my favorite one. Foofy. So good. Did Isabel have like a very central role in New Leaf? Like, did she come over all the. She She was in the mayor's office. You were the mayor. She was your. She was your assistant. Assistant? So she was always in the office and like you'd have to go talk to her if you need to do tasks. Wait, so what kind of stuff would you get her to do? So basically like the villagers would sometimes say, oh, you know what this town needs? It needs a single slat of a picket fence Ah. or something stupid. It needs a bridge for its little tiny river. Yeah, or it needs a stop sign. Um, And then... That would be added to like a list of projects you could do. Wait, she said that you needed a no, like fence? some some dumbass villager would say that to you. Can They'd you be like, mm, I'd love a picket fence? Can you reject their request? So you don't have to do it, but like they won't, they will never live happily if you don't. Yeah, what? They, they won't. They won't Wait, stop it, asking. Yeah, they will always be like. You know, I'd love that stop sign. Mayor, it's been two years. Where's the stop sign? Where's my mailbox? And then the thing is the town can pay for it. Like you can put out like a collection, but it will take months for them to give you enough money. So Why? you end up having to pay for it because they cheap AF. Wait, is there a way to get them to like to cop expedite? It up? Yeah. The to only way you could expedite it is if you put your own damn money into that stop sign. Wait, really? Yeah, it sucks. So you can't get your animal friends. No, there are animals. They don't have jobs. But <laughs> I have fair. a job. Your job is making. Your job is being a hustler. I can't have infrastructure if my people don't work. You're. You're. <laughs> and to be fair, everyone in ta- everyone in town's job seems to be picking up trash off the beach. Okay. And then turning it into money. Oh. Oh wait. So that's <laughs> not trash like shells and fruit and you know. <laughs> and then- Trading it to you for like legitimate expenses. So I'm giving things. more money back to them. Basically, like you're spending money on dumbass. I don't know Octavian. Wow, <laughs> asking wait, for a stop sign. He's a jerk. What the fuck? Um, Octavian's like, I want a stop sign, and then you have to pay like two thousand bells for the stop sign. And then he's like, Here's an orange, and I'm like, Did you pick that off the tree? We have oranges here. It's not even a rare fruit. I could get an or I got an orange just now, Octavian. What do you think I need this for? <laughs> I just got one myself. It's worthless. I really can't wait for this game to come out. This is going to be chaotic as heck. I yeah. will say one other quick positive, and then we can move yeah. on while I think so much about this because it's fucking annoying. You when hate Octavian. He. I could. I have stories for days. I about can't Octavian. wait. Wow. But um, the best thing I had a Twitter moment from this, which has never happened to me before. Ooh. But. At the end of the trailer, uh, they show all these different villagers on the beach because you can have like a bunch of different villagers come to your town, like other people's characters, you know, um, which is really dope. And they 
all were of different skin tones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was the first time that it appears you're able to actually decide that from the get-go because in New Leaf, the only way you could be anything but Clearly not reading Polygon, which white. I also wrote a story about this. I asked them specifically about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're it's clearly didn't play Pocket Camp because you actually can choose your skin tone yeah. from the get-go yeah. and your gender. So Thank the you. first time you could do it was in Happy Home Designer, but this is the first main yeah, this line is the first, Animal Crossing. But also important, you can change your hair and facial features at any time you want, so you don't Hell have to, you don't have to yeah. go to Harry. Yeah. Oh my camp. god, bitches! Yes, Ashley. The first Ashley. legitimate game people other than Ashley. Play. God, I kidding. played Pocket Camp and then realized it was stealing my soul. <laughs> um, but that was so cool because, yeah, as in New Leaf, right, you had to go get tanned for like, which is really horrible. Uh, so I got to yeah. stand on the beach. It was so stupid. So that, I would just go stand on the beach every day oh, so I could but, look kind of like my character. I saw people were save like, ha- like hacking their save files so they didn't have to tan anymore. They would just like, yeah, that's dystopian. Let's talk about. Breath of the Wild. Yes. Which Ashley has picked up again. How are you doing? Um. Huh. uh, I'm okay. Uh, So I finally played past 15 minutes. Uh, I finally got past my initial annoyance at item and or rather weapon degradation because that was like a huge thing for me i don't like that anytime that's in a game i i just don't play it um but i've so i've gotten off the great plateau um and i have made some progress though it's very hard to feel like you are and a lot of people are like no well that's the point you could just do whatever you want but anyway i feel like i'm still trying to explore but i still suck ass at combat like i went through a combat trial and they're like this is how you do stuff like this is like you can parry you can dodge like you can do a backflip and i was like oh cool and then i immediately forgot all of it <laughs> i tried to do it and then i ended up just dying a million times and it's then the screen literally every time and then literally the loading up. screen's like you know, instead of throwing yourself at the same boss every time, maybe you should. No, I was like, maybe you should shut the fuck up. Okay, maybe you should mind your own fucking business. I'm so glad that like Navi isn't in this game to like Ooh. some annoying fairy that's trying to give you tool tips and you're like smash her with your back of your sword. Disable or notifications from Navi. <laughs> um, so I'm playing it, and I know that Simone, you have talked extensively about your horses and James, your favorite horse. <laughs> um, I do have two horses now, but I would like to say that I didn't know how difficult these horses are. I mean, I know there's some <laughs> level of like, oh yeah, you gotta sort of tame them. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. And then they're like, oh, here's like, you know, you press L, just soothe, it's fine. And it's like, okay, yeah, sure, sure. What the fuck, dude? What the fuck? Okay, first of all, my pr- pumpkin is was my first horse that I registered. She's wonderful. Um, but pumpkin, well, now, same thing that happened to Cubone and Charmeleon. Don't know where she is. <laughs> I boarded her somewhere. them somewhere and I don't know where they are. You can get them in any house or stable, right? You don't have to go back to the same one. I know, but I think there is a certain... (laughs) I think you have to do like a... 
There was like an open, I don't know, like you have to register it, right? Before, so that's where when you register it, is it available every stable? I mean, maybe I took her out from this stable. I feel like the issue is like symbolic here that you put her somewhere and you don't remember. I don't, I don't know. So anyone will be able to get her back. Um, Yeah, maybe, maybe. You're crying. Okay, so then I tried to get tried again, and I don't know if some of you follow me on Twitter, but I posted a video which was my first Breath of the Wild uh, moment, and uh-oh. I was really like it completely caught me off guard. Um, it was raining. Let me describe this to you. It was raining. I'm on my horse. Uh, my second horse named Zeus, okay? Because I just looked at him and I was like, I don't know, this horse just looks like a Zeus. So I, I registered him. And then I went to this like Boko Goblin like outpost or whatever. So it started raining and I was like, oh, I just got these shock arrows. This is awesome. So I like got off my horse and then I like hid behind a tree and I, cr- and I like spent so much fucking time. I actually cut this out of the video, like scrolling through the menu, which I have to actually ask you about later. Scrolling through the menu, get the shock arrow, equip it, equip the right bow. All right, you're behind the tree. Aim, and as soon as I fire, my horse jumps in front of me. No. He's sc- like he like screams. He's electrocuted, and he's frozen in place with his eyes open. And I also like my eyes were open physically, not links. And my mouth was just open, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I didn't. I like genuinely didn't know what to say. Like I did not see him coming. Like because he was behind me. So like I left him like ten feet behind. Why would I, he move on his? Are you trying to kill himself? He got scared. I watched the video. He got scared because of the lightning. I left Zeus a good 10 feet behind me because I was like, I don't want him to get caught up in this fight if they end up coming here. And like literally, I didn't even see him walk around me just off screen. (gasps) Jumps in front of me, gets electrocuted, and he stays there for a solid like two or three seconds. And then he does like the sassiest head wave and then gallops off. And I was like, what? And this was actually ha- this happened after I named him Zeus, which is I was gonna like, say so ironic. Yeah. Oh God. God, fucking Zeus. So anyway, just that na- happened. Just name your next horse something very normal, like Margaret. Well, I named Pumpkin Pumpkin, <laughs> which pumpkin is normal. Is, pumpkin's too sweet. You need like Mar- but- Susan, who's gonna get the job done? Oh God, dude! I mean, I feel like already naming a horse Susan sounds like I'm just gonna run her off a cliff. I don't think I'm gonna <laughs> do it. That's my mom's name. <laughs> I just don't think that they're cooperative. I tried to tame a blue and white horse that I thought I would name a regular woman's name. I'm sorry for yelling about your mom version of a horse going off a cliff. I mean, but it's not your mom. If you want to name it after my mom, just name a horse Debbie, please. Oh, please. Debbie's no. a good horse That's a name, That's a very though. good horse Debbie. Name. Oh, my God, like in Spongebob. Yes. Wait, but, okay, so Simone said you can have how many up to five horses? It's something like that. I know because I have the max. These f- and there are like three that are kind of legendary. And yeah, then I can't, I can't. there's the big yeah. horse. So I try. I can't tame anything other than a spotted horse. I don't know how much fucking stamina I need to tame a one color horse. But apparently so it's much. a lot. Apparently it's a lot. So I have those two horses. And then I was like. All right, maybe maybe I'll just ditch the horses from now on. But you know, you're gonna run through a long stretch. I was there. There was no tower. I was fucked. I was deep into this region, and I was like, <laughs> if I turn back now, I am not gonna be able to come back because there are no shrines here. I've completely fucked myself. So I find a horse, and I'm like, please, please help me. Please <laughs> get on the horse. 
taming the horse. It's neighing. I soothing it, soothing it. Sparkle, sparkle, cool, sparkle, sparkle. Good. We're getting along. We're getting along. And then it runs. It like so. We're on a cliff edge. And then it goes straight into the rock wall, even though I'm trying to like turn it right. And I'm like, no, and I'm soothing. It's not even like zigzagging or whatever. It just insists that we go there. And then it rears and it like goes and it freaks out. And I'm like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? I thought we leveled up 10 times, bitch. I thought we had a friendship going on. I thought we had a thing. But then, you know, it reared. It got really angry at me. It almost fell off the cliff. It did not. Um, it's safe. Um, but after that happened, I jumped off and I looked at that and I was like, you know what? I was going to name you Pepperidge, Pep- like Pepperidge Farm, but fuck you. And so I got off and I walked the rest of the way home because I was so fucking mad. Wow. You're... Life. Just thinking about how much went wrong for you in Pokemon Let's Go, I can, I feel like there's exponential potential for things to go wrong with you in Breath of the Wild. It's going to be nuts. Like, I actually can relate to sort of losing your horse in Breath of the Wild. I don't know where mine are. But just that you're comparing it to, like, how you lost your Pokemon in Pokemon. When you know what the, the worst part is? Is actually, like, you know, sometimes when you're in shrines and there's, like, a combat trial or something. Hate them. And I'm doing very badly, so I'm flailing, right? I'm mashing these buttons. And just every so often you see this, like, caption across the screen while I'm dying. It seems Zeus couldn't hear your call. <laughs> and I'm like, it's because I don't know where the fuck he is, bitch, and I'm getting annihilated in here. I'm he like, in, Zeus I'm, is never gonna come to your call anymore. This is so sad. He's not gonna come to my call. Plus, I was trapped in an underground prison with a robot wielding a knife. Of course, my cor- my fucking horse horse can't help me. Anyway, even when I got out of there, and I was like, okay, um, I'm in a in a weird, uh, like a dry area. I haven't been here. Can I go oh. home? All right, Zeus, you're just here. Are you, did you go to the southwest then of the map? You know, I tried. I saw a divine beast causing a sandstorm. Hell yeah. They're like, oh boy, that that divine beast causing a lot of trouble. And I look at it and I was like, huh, yeah, that really sucks, you guys. And then I left. I was like, there's, I'm not getting, I'm not getting. This is is so cool. Because you went, I think, the opposite direction that I did when I started playing. I went all directions. (gasps) Simone, I'm trying, but I don't know. I think I just suck ass. I have I have three hearts. I've put like Jeff Ramos said on her website. I put all of my level ups into stamina. No, so actually, I've, that's for advanced play. That's what he said. He said that's the best way to play Breath of the Wild. No! So I did. What? The, but that's what he said on her website. He never said for advanced people only. He said in general. Oh my god! It's fine. Oh my god. It's gonna be fine. You can it's climb fine. anything. Yes. yes. But also, I die if I just get hit once because I have three hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Next time. Oh my god. Next time, just get a new heart. Container. Oh my god. What do you mean? No. Wait. This is awful. That's why I feel like an open world game like this has stressed me out. And I feel like this is what I mean. There's so so many opportunities to go wrong and that like I want to advance. I want to go to the Gerudos in the desert. I mm-hmm. want to go to this place over here. I want to go to fucking see Princess. Oh, not Princess. Sorry. Prince Sidon. Yeah. So I wanted to go up there. But, you know, the enemies were really difficult for me at the time. So I had to turn back. And so this is fucking great. I guess I can't advance because I'm too dumb because I can just I'm too busy and, fucking. Yeah. Parkouring mountains to kill anything. You can. You should. Oh my god! I ruined it. 
You should go to the it's this Kukari-ko way. Kakariko Village. Yes. I did go there. The, oh, God. With the wind people. Yeah. The Kakariko oh, no. Village. Um, yes, Kakariko, but also you should go to the, the Rito Village. Yes. Oh, with the yeah, birds. They just told me about the bird. Oh, they're bird. Those are the bird people. I saw a bird with an accordion the they're other day. Yes, Cass. Um, what? Also, He's if great. you play with French Vio, uh, the bird champion sounds so hot. He does not sound <laughs> that hot in English. Mm. Oh, just well, so, some little advice for you. But the Rito, I think the Rito temple and village is like the easiest one to clear. Oh, because like I can't even find the Gorons yet. I don't even no. go. Oh god, don't go there yet. Go to. Do you the- see? Do you see what I mean? Thank you. Thank you so much for being here because I'm playing this game wrong. No, no you're not it's not playing, playing it wrong. There's you no just wrong. Chose a specific. You have to live way. with the choices you've made, which are very stamina focused. You know, if you hadn't read that article, you probably would have chosen to put to get more hearts. <coughs> so you know, I just can't. You're not playing it wrong. You're just choosing it to play it a certain way. I mean, the, the whole. There's no wrong wrong way to eat you a Reese's and play that Breath that was of the for Wild. advanced people. I think okay, maybe it's not for advanced people. Ashley is bending over the table with her face in her hands. I'm, you're, Ashley, you're you're definitely advanced. Uh, I let's not let's not say that. Anyway, uh, no. speaking of advanced, let's talk about my horrible problem. Yes. Yes. Which is that over E3 week, I got back into Pokemon Go, and I can't <laughs> stop oh, playing. I have noticed this. What about do you mean? You. <laughs> it's open right Jesus. now. Yeah, I can see it. Look at my screen. <laughs> I noticed this. I think on Instagram or something, and I was like, "What? I had no idea. I was so confused. Who did this to you? And wait, I mean, who, why was be, it Mike McWhorter? I, I can was tell. Chris who, Grant. It was, def- it was definitely it was either like Grant Chris, or Mike. I think it was Chris. Grant, Russ, and Mike just oh, converged mm-hmm. onto Simone, and now she's playing. Ashley is correct. Poke Go. Did I did I talk about um, my conversation with Russ last week on the show, where he was trying to explain CP to me? No. Well, I'll tell you, and then we'll cut it out if I said it already. <laughs> uh, so I started playing, and I had a bunch of like just du- duplicates, duplicate Pokemon, because I I had played in 2016. Whatever, I was catching new Pokemon, so many Pokemon. And I was asking Russ, like, when I'm transferring Pokemon out to get candy, should I be looking at their combat power or should I be looking at their the strength of their attacks when I'm transferring to decide who's more valuable to me? And he laughed and said, oh, you're three months away from thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of shit that I'm dealing with. He took me out today. In the middle of work, he was like, there's a raid happening. <laughs> so <laughs> we left. We left and we walked to Zuccotti Park and I caught him a champ. Oh. You went to raid for a champ? I don't have a fucking Machamp oh yet. I need him to defeat yes. the Blissey that lives across the street from my house. Oh, that's fair. That's There's fair. a Blissey. She that's just, She's just looking through the window straight at, into Simone's room, just like, I'm fucking watching you, bitch. I'm coming for you. It's so true. Oh, my God. Simone's behind her curtain, just like, please leave me alone. Give up that gym. <laughs> She's evil. Blissey's suck. I can't wait till I get one. I want one so badly. Mm. Um, yeah, so I started playing again, and boy, I got, I'm deep. 
I'm I'm no I don't have the high level strats yet because apparently there are high level strats in Pokemon Go now. What? No, there's so many, and I just I refuse to acknowledge any of them. It's I'm like, so intimidating. Mm-hmm. Another great uh, Russ anecdote. We were walking back from our raid today, <laughs> cool. and he was like, "Oh, and don't use the lucky eggs. Those are useless unless you're about to become best friends with someone because you get a lot of XP for that, and then you can you know use the lucky egg and get so much XP for becoming best friends." And I was like, "Well, how do you become best friends with someone?" And he again. And laughed and said, "It's complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just kind of get to give each other presents." Yeah, and apparently, like he has it all worked out where you're like giving gifts, giving gifts, and observing the status. And then when you see that you're a day away from becoming best friends with someone, you confer with them mm-hmm. and decide to you know hold off so you can pop your lucky eggs on and then become best friends by oh, doing wait. a gift pop your lucky eggs on that's just how i'm choosing what to is phrase that? it yeah i hope that's not Russ's what do you, you know? what does that mean <laughs> it means you you crack your lucky egg uh into your soup and you slurp it down what kind of creature lays lucky egg me hmm I don't know. I don't know. There's a lucky egg inside me right now. Oh, Oh, my God. I'm sorry. No, you're not. Yeah, you're not sorry at all. You're not sorry at all. That's just, I would say that's crude, but it's anatomically correct. I think it's an unlucky egg, actually. Sorry, I'm on my period. (laughs) 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 Moving on. Uh, to the uh, Pokemon. <laughs> Moving on to what? <laughs> what about the Pokemon? I, uh, I think the game is good. Ashley's dying. She's halfway across the room. What She's about dying. the Pokemon? I think the game is good. <laughs> it, and I remember what I wanted to say before, uh, we started talking about TMI stuff. Um, I have been on Instagram way less since I started playing because Pokemon Go has become the app that I will reflexively open and scroll through uh, all of the time. That's that's very nice, though. That I I wish that Pokemon Go was that for me, but there are mm. no Pokestops within reach of my apartment. Oh, there are none at my apartment either. It's because the gym is just barely out of reach. I can't reach it from my bedroom. Then who's the Blissey? She's my enemy. I think that she belongs to somebody who lives above the gym. Oh, because. Yeah, I was fighting there the other night, and I almost got her. But like that person was there; they were there, mm. healing, feeding that Blissey raspberries. <laughs> and mm-hmm. <laughs> this sounds like a horror movie. Please it continue. <laughs> Please continue. I could not beat her. She was too powerful. It, like no matter what I did, as soon as I left the gym unattended, so like she would you, either be back. Do you just like go a little bit outside your building to fight the Blissey? Yes, I go to the bus stop <laughs> across the street. Oh, good. If, if you. There's Fight bus stop Simone. Somebody's <sighs> so that Blissey at the gym. Yeah. Do, is that person like notified or gets a notification yeah, that someone's actually they do. They do? So basically it means like basically you post up your Pokemon to defend a gym, right? And then that gym belongs to your team, because in Pokemon Go, everyone has a team. And then if your Pokemon has been kicked out of the gym, you'll get a notification that's like, oh, Blissey has been sent back to you or something. Okay, yeah, but you don't get a notification when you're under attack. 
back. But I think, oh, no, no. Just like if you've lost. Yeah. But during, I think that those auto things are like food that you leave with your Pokemon, right? Oh. Yeah. And if you are like watching it, you can click on them and feed them raspberries as they're being attacked uh, or fighting. And that will, you know, help them heal up. But and, otherwise, you set aside like a set number of items for them if they're being attacked. You don't choose. It just kind of automatically Oh, happens. my God. This is just like you said this. And it sounds like, you know, you're going on vacation. You you up and all the kibble, like oh, the whole yeah. bag into the bowl, like, okay, here you go, sweetie. Here the are your raspberries, Lugia. Don't the eat them all cool at once. Is it's like having like endless cat sitters or something because other yeah. people can come heal your Pokemon for you. Oh, is if that they're right? On your team, Whoa. yeah. But I'm fucking Team Instinct. Oh yeah, because I'm a true. fool, so I what? have no team. I don't know what color that is. It's yellow. It's yellow. I actually was thinking about if I picked it up again, changing to Team Instinct because I like them before it was Mystic. But I'm super into Instinct. I mean, why not? But uh, judging by your face, that would be a very poor decision. I would like it if everyone would be Team Instinct, but. It's a sir. If you you look out there, you look at those gyms out there, Ashley, and there are a lot of them, and they're all red and blue as far as the eye can see. There are no gyms that are consistently held by Team Instinct. It is sad. I did I did take one here at work yesterday during my lunch break, uh-huh. um, and I was holding it alone. But then one other person joined me in the gym. One other Team Instinct person, and I respect. And long for their company. God, this just all this teaches me is that weirdos walk among us everywhere. Ah, painful. Thanks. I mean, it's just like random stockbroker guy. He's out here in his lunch break down here on Wall Street. Down here on Wall Street. I don't think so. There's a high school across from us. It's definitely not a Wall Street guy. Mm. Fifteen. I've seen a lot of older people playing Pokemon Go. It's true, actually. Case in point: Chris Grant. Mike, Mike McWhorter, Ross Frushed. They are, they're not just like avid players. I mean, I, I don't even, I don't approach them when they have the app on. It's just another world. They're Scary. intense. Uh, and I'm going to get there. You're going to get too intense? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, that's what we've been doing this week. Boy, howdy. Hey, if you like the show, please do subscribe, I guess, for some reason. If you're not subscribed already, what? Those are the words that are coming out of me. And do the thing where you give it a rating on Apple Podcasts and share it with your friends, which is a cool thing to do. It will only take you a short amount of time. You could just call your friend up and or text them and say, hey, listen to the Polygon show. You don't have to tell them why. Um, and I don't think you should tell them why. I think you should like leave that part a mystery and they'll figure it out for themselves. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, everyone, for listening. This has been The Polygon Show. <laughs> <laughs>